It's there. It's one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon Kirkman. And I'm here to tell you, please rate and review us on iTunes so it can feel like all the hours I've put into editing stupid jingles is worth something. Also, a reminder, we have an email at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Email us any questions, concerns, or erotic fanfictions you have of Godzilla kissing Charles Barkley. Anyways, bye, episode. You get it, come on. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. And five, four, three, two, one. I don't like this improv game. Oh, it just slows down. Here. Zero. No, are, we, are we going back in time? Negative one. No, you get to zero, then you start counting back up. One. Two, three. And then it just gets faster. Alright, let's play Kitty Cat Career now. <laughs> I think I make that joke every time I make an improv joke on this mic. Okay. Did you guys ever do improv? Yeah. yeah. I did, did, you guys do, did you guys do Kitty Cat Career? <laughs> no, I didn't do it. I really like how we all had like the same kind of wistful sad no. Yeah. Wistful yeah. sad yes. Yeah. Oh, all that money. <laughs> I, I was just going to say women, but... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe shopping. No. There's anything I know. What that happened? was always my go-to when I was doing improv. Yeah, you guys should ban Women be shopping! When I get a little 2016 written down here. You know how they say women be shopping? Uh, more like Susan B. Anthony. Oh. Yeah. oh. Nice. Women be serving their community. Oh. You know Michael B. Jordan? More like Michael B. Handsome. Mm. Okay. <laughs> He's very handsome. So, welcome to the Podzuki. The one and only Godzilla podcast. The one and only Christian Godzilla podcast. Christian Godzilla podcast. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Luke Evans Flip. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon, the host Kirkman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm another one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. I'm Aaron, I'm just here. Yeah, yeah. just (laughs) our special guest. Aaron McDavis. (laughs) Yay! We did it, guys. We yeah. got Aaron on. Drinking Ooh, yeah. white wine. Mm-hmm. Drinking white wine, watching our first South Korean film. Yeah. Fanciest guest we've ever had. Yeah. Like, I'm cultured. <laughs> we got to figure out who we're going to book for our first North That's Korean not film. accurate. Didn't we watch a, a, another Korean movie? Uh, uh, no, we? I don't think so. It must not be that important. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't really, I don't see the world that way. <laughs> I, I don't see race. Mostly. Yeah. I just see a bunch of countries just trying to make it in this crazy blue ball we call Earth. I don't see race. I prefer to call it track and field. Oh, Oh, guys, it's the Winter Olympics. This is when we're recording it. There you go. Yeah, about that. (laughs) Winter Olympics are pretty fun. Yeah. I I didn't even know it was the Olympics. Like, at least the Summer Olympics, I would have heard about it. I knew it was going on because some country would be getting bankrupt trying to build stadiums for it. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Oh, and which country is that? Oh, look at that. South Korea. It's all coming together. I wonder if we watched the South Korean film named The Host from 2006. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody. They weren't no playing. Uh, oh, one of the characters uh, was an archer. So. Oh yeah. 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 They, do they have that in winter? Uh, they have it. <laughs> it's. <laughs> in, I mean, they're still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, aren't like the South Koreans like the best archers? 
Uh, oh, good is question. That a, yeah. Is that a racial stereotype? I know South that. Uh, yes, and it's accurate because they they win a lot in the Olympics. <laughs> I know that. I know they're great at, at StarCraft. Yeah. they're like really yeah. the real sport. <laughs> <laughs> the real esport. You know how them Koreans are with their StarCraft. You know. Yeah. I mean, someone's gonna say it. You know, no, someone's no, gonna say it. No, no, you're you and the the entire internet. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's their country. The country's huge for it. It's not yeah, like it's even a, yeah. a stereotype. Yeah. It's just a thing. I yeah. mean, stereotype, sure. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, let's just let's. I, I think we should just jump into the plot of the movie. Well, have we even said the the name yet? We watched the host. Yeah, yes. no, Brandon yeah, said it like three times. I've his been name, hoping, yeah. his name is Brandon the host Kirkman. Kirkman. <laughs> I mean, I remember he said that, but yeah. Well, uh, I should say jokingly, I said we should watch a North Korean film after this, but there is actually famously a North Korean kaiju film from the fifties. I know. I'm really yeah, excited to yeah. see it eventually. Uh, I do, do want to see that. I'm waiting for my friend uh, Nick because he wants to come out and do one of these because he's a big kaiju fan. I'm like, we'll just schedule the time and he's taking a sweet sweet ass time <laughs> um but yeah the, we watched the host it's a 2006 film uh from south korea i'm looking up the director's name because i love him to death and i realize i don't remember his Bong name bangsu that sounds good to me bangsu <laughs> han uh yeah he's done snow piercer um Oh, the Snorpiercer? Yeah. Snorpiercer. Snorpiercer. Not just Snowpiercer. Snoring All-Star. I'm sorry. And whatever the other Snorpiercer. The most glorious glorious train ride ever. (laughs) (laughs) Snorpiercer. Snorpiercer. He did uh, Oksha, and then uh, there's... I've got to write a Tomatoes review now. (laughs) I want to say that one's Mother or something like that. I always forget the name. Yeah, Mother. Yeah, Uh, that one's intense. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the one I watched that, just that came like out? a couple weeks no, ago. That was, no, uh, I thought that's Darren Aronofsky, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's uh, Mother. Yeah, with the exclamation. Yeah, it's just Mother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now you getting it? Have y'all seen that one no too? No, I want to. It's pretty good. I think we're all talking over each other. Sorry, sorry. I want to see it because it sounds really dumb and intense and I and sad and I love movies like that. No, it's great. I love. Yeah, movies off the wall. Yeah, movies that just. Hurt your soul. That's yeah. my mm-hmm. kind of movie. You know, is it off the wall? Yeah. Or is it like Michael Jackson's off the wall? It's <laughs> right. That's a good time it, for everyone. It, right the other isn't. Wasn't it riding off the wall or living off the wall or something like that? Riding on the wall. I can't remember the song. You seen that Michael Jackson movie where he turns into a spaceship at the end? Oh, Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Yes. Oh, one of the earliest movies. We could do Moonwalker. Yeah, that, that, that counts. He. It's a very short film too, which is nice. Uh, I think our conversation kind of goes to, to it's fine. I think the way we're talking about the movie so far kind of sums up my feelings of it. We're like, it's good, but I don't think I'm really going to think about it for very long. Oh, I think about this film a lot. I'm glad that we watched it again. Oh. I'm very glad we watched it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think it's definitely one of the best films we've seen other than maybe Daijimon, which I'm, or Daimajin, which yeah. I'm still a fan of. No. Um, I'm not Digimon. I'm Digimon. <laughs> Listen, we saved the true classics for later. That's when we're running out of gas. We're going to get Digimon in. Only the original Digi-Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another one we have to have Jamie Carbone back for. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I feel like we should get into getting into the host. It starts off pretty standard, run-of-the-mill Korean family trying to make it in this crazy world. Why do I keep making this weird, crazy world comparison? But anyways, it's uh, uh, Grandpa... And uh, all these kids basically living in this stand on the side of the Han River uh, where they're selling like snacks to tourists. It's basically their whole business. And we're introduced to all the main characters. So you have the grandpa named uh, Hebong, and then uh, the main character, which is uh, Gangdu, uh, and 
they established it like the first shot Gangdu is just the biggest loser in the world. He's literally yeah. sleeping on top of the yeah. products while a kid's trying to steal it. Yeah. The grandfather like slaps him awake basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hairs died. He, oh god. They gave him a little, <laughs> the actor. I, I should look up his name, but he's played a bunch of roles in uh, uh, June's films as well, mm-hmm. and he always does dopey characters really well, but yeah. also uh, pretty extreme characters too. Mm-hmm. Because Snowpiercer he plays a little bit different, but he plays the perfect idiot in this film. Oh yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I I was captured by his entire performance like just the, the way he fucking moves the way he like uh, holds himself he's so he feels so in it the whole time yeah you know. I, I, to this, me uh, I, yeah I, it, he was good yeah. I, this is it I don't know this is just a th- this movie to me kind of felt like a hot pocket but not in a good way like a really good hot pocket well hot pockets are great so I mean. yeah <laughs> like a hot pocket that was made by like Gordon Ramsay or something yeah. Ooh. I feel like they'd call it something else for like uh, copyright reasons. Flame purse. Idiot Flame sandwich. Flame purse. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm going with idiot sandwich because I always think that gets online. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it, was, it was a good movie. I like because I like Bronx. I like Bronx on and uh, uh, like I, I was talking uh, about it and like a little bit in the movie, like how. A uh, bunch of like you know like hey, hey you have like a monster like in a monster movie that normally like attacks you from behind mm-hmm. or like you know comes on top of you or something like that and and um, <clears throat> the first few scenes it was just the monster was coming sideways the entire time yeah. so like it's it's like running past you then then grabbing you with his tail yeah the, <laughs> it's 2006 South Korea mm-hmm. so the yeah. CGI is not all the best but they do a good mm-hmm. job on the monster for the most yeah. part oh, and yeah, I love yeah, they yeah. made him so. Mm-hmm. weirdly clumsy and mutated it's like if a yeah. real mutated monster was trying to yeah. run around it's not this right. like graceful movement it's just kind of slumming everywhere yeah. it goes uh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's doing gymnastics it's oh, doing yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's not graceful until it gets to those double bars yeah. so oh, then it's, it's fucking going it, an it, it, it looks okay but it's clearly never there like yeah. when yeah. it's when it's up yeah. close to a person it, yeah. it's pretty bad yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was 2006. I think yeah. if they just made it a little darker, mm-hmm. like the uh, maybe I'm just yeah. thinking from an American movie perspective. Yeah. I get I, that's why I worry. I think oh. some of the reasons why I didn't like this as much as I should, or like why it's why I'm saying the things I am is because mm-hmm. took it out. Just make, you have it. Well, they just make movies differently. Maybe that's what uh, mm-hmm. bothered me. Just like it's not, it's not an American movie made in an American way. It's a Korean movie made in a Korean way, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, like, getting back to the plot for all of it, too, I, I feel like they do a good job of a mix of having the kind of South Korean film uh, feel of very well-paced scenes and cuts with a lot of juxtaposition mm-hmm. of extreme emotions and then silly slapstick almost in the same scene. And I think that's one thing that bu- bugged me, and I don't want it to sound like I didn't really like this movie. I did, yeah, but I felt a little totally jumbled yeah like not like it worked fine and i think that it was by design to do that i just kind of turned yeah. me off a little bit yeah it, it like it's kind of like kind yeah. of bipolar it's yeah it's, yeah, it's kind of like, like you've got like just like some sad, severe mood swings sad oh, yeah. death yeah. and a monster yeah. vomiting bones mixed with a speech about a dad smelling his son's farts yeah <laughs> it's a it, I love that kind of chaos in a film though mm-hmm. and I think one thing too is I love that with this it gets into it really quick for the whole thing mm-hmm. cause like I was saying the sapling shot they show the family they're kind of making their living selling snacks on yeah. the Han River but basically as soon as it starts up uh, we're introduced to the main character his daughter comes home from middle school uh, which is uh, Han So 
Uh, Hyun So. That's what they say. Han So. Yeah. Han Solo. It's Han Solo. It's I also think the other dude's name I'm might, have, might have been Kongdu. Because yeah. they have like Kang on one of those shirts. They just yeah. spelling it Gong because the person who was. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds that way when they say, when yeah. They say it. Yeah, we'll just go Ongdu. So yeah, actually, they do that a lot of like Asian names and Asian like terms. Like, uh, like how we know just kung fu. Yeah. Uh, uh, when it first like that word popped up like in America, it was like with Bruce Lee, and he used to like spell it on his like on books that he wrote. Gung fu. Yeah. G u n g. And yeah. then uh, then we had the movie Kung Fu. They just decided to spell it with a K. Because <laughs> yeah. one copywriter yeah. just misheard somebody say yeah. something. Yeah. I love America's idiot, you know, idiocracy on that. Just caused a whole changing of all the spelling of like. Okay. I love the idea that maybe it was originally called the Bamberger, but we just stuck with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how uh, Korean wording works exactly. I know like Japanese is not like a specific letter with a sound; it's more of a syllable. Yeah, that yeah. creates a sound. Mm-hmm. That's what the characters represent. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, getting back to of they're introducing us to all the characters. We got the grandfather, we got the son, and then his daughter. And then uh, they're watching on television. Uh, his sister, I should say, the main character's sister, is in the Olympics or one of the qualifying rounds for archery. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty badass sister. Very good at archery. Mm-hmm. I like how they introduced her through that. And then, as soon as this is introduced, right away is when the monster comes out from the bridge. There's basically a bunch of like tourists watching this weird thing swinging back and forth on the bridge, and that's when mm-hmm. they realize it's a giant monster. Uh, and he said to throw litter at it. Oh yeah, 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 just yeah. Said, yeah, they thought it was some kind of construction machine before. Then it falls in the water. Oh, and they yeah. just throw shit at it. <laughs> I forget because that. they're fucking dumb. I mean, yeah. I, I like that because that's what people would do. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of I feel like the, the I, what they're trying to say with this movie was like people cycle. feeling safe. Yeah, and not realizing that there's this world out there that just will kill us. Mm-hmm. It does. It, anything. <laughs> I, 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 so, the only problem I had with that was everyone seemed way too eager to just throw shit in the river, <laughs> and everyone had, like, multiple things to throw in the river. Yeah. Well, as someone who works in the hotel industry, people are very disgusting. <laughs> I can't tell you how much junk and trash is left in every room, so I can just imagine oh. those people on that river throwing all that shit they always leave everywhere. <laughs> it's very easy for me to get in that mindset. Yeah. I, I, I will and say that's that. what made me think like it was like an environmental like movie or something like that because yeah. like first they throw like vermildehyde these bottles of vermildehyde oh yeah I forgot down, for yeah. the very first shot yeah. too is the, basically just them showing uh, two scientists pouring out a bunch of vermildehyde into the river uh, because the jars they were in were dusty yeah, yeah. yeah. oh and, that's right oh white men oh white the, the whole theme of this movie is white men fuck well, everything up well some of the themes are like yeah like Kowtowing to the Western world and its desire mm. for comfort, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, organizations being in completely inept. Yes, mm-hmm. like any authority figure is completely inept yeah. in this movie, oh, which yeah. is yeah. super fun. Oh, I, yeah, I really enjoy that aspect of it, especially when we get to the later, even though it's a little bit far off. But the whole office when you get scene. to the twist, yeah, mm-hmm. the twist there too, yeah, and yeah, because I remember. Cool. Well, the first time I ever saw this movie, it was at a bar. And so there was no sound. It was just the movie was playing with the subtitles on. And I guess I was probably going in and out. (laughs) But it makes much more sense with the music. One of the the best, I'd say, film scores we've had, too, for a film. I I love the soundtrack. Yeah, really good. A lot of violins, a lot of orchestrated parts Mm -hmm. that match with the moods pretty well. Uh, I like that. It makes it feel very grandiose in a lot of weird parts. Mm. Um, 
But anyways, like to keep the story going, it's it's very easy, simple plot. Uh, I just like how they pace it out so you can really get to know all the characters. No. But basically, after the first attack, the main character, to say, oh, she's such an idiot, he grabbed the hand of the wrong one, like little girl running. Mm-hmm. He looks back to see it's not his daughter. The monster has grabbed his daughter, jumps into the river, and then he's off. And then basically, it's kind of the whole step for the whole movie to take off from here. Yeah, the monster didn't actually kill the daughter. He's... Eating people, then like regurgitating them, and some, and Hyunsu survived. No, yeah. and he keeps their bodies there to eat them periodically throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, they basically show her being dropped off, and they kind of backtrack to the moment when uh, she makes a cell phone call to the dad when they're uh, basically in this kind of mass quarantine. They put all the people from the Han River in. Yeah, and uh, that kind of they spend a lot of slow scenes getting to know the characters. And I really like that uh, it takes its time, and when it feels like it's starting to just get a little too boring is when the monster either pops up or they have some good, like, form of action. Like, they have two fun escapes in this film that I really like. Oh, yeah, real real slapsticky too. Very slapsticky. <laughs> like, uh, when they introduce um, the main character's brother, too, later on, uh, which his name was uh, Nam-il, uh, I love that it's a very slapstick introduction of he's just drunk stumbling into the funeral yeah. for, the, for the daughter. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a very sad scene, but they're all crying and falling over each other so much it becomes super funny. <laughs> yeah, that was after the daughter had first been taken and they had this big like ceremony for everybody whose family member were was lost that day. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was another thing where like couldn't tell if it was lost in translation because you even mentioned, yeah, you know, like, like, is this how... No, people in South Korea is that what you do? Yeah, this is, when, this is the host. Lost in Translation is a different movie. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were going yes. for. It. I can see that just facing. <laughs> no, no, yeah. This I'm was, sorry, like Luke. when I like when I saw it, I was like, okay, maybe this is just how, how drama is yeah. in Korea, like films. No, it's uh, <laughs> the director himself. Just because I've seen a lot of the films, he likes definitely dark comedy a lot and I think the mm-hmm. best way to do it is when you're supposed to be having a scene that's very sad just let's make it funny <laughs> and I, I really like that touch because I mean you still feel the weight mm-hmm. for the loss of the character uh, you kind of know she's alive still mm-hmm. but I also just love the idea of them being such an inept family that they can't even <laughs> grieve correctly yeah I mean, yeah. It, 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 felt, it felt genuine to me like yeah. just you, you could already see the dynamic of everyone is just kind of against each other but they love each other yeah. yeah this is just a big conflicted emotion that they're all dealing with very Simpsons-esque yeah. in it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of me because I also I also watch a lot of like just Hong Kong films and I was a big Kung Fu movie buff and like, a huge especially like in the 70s and 80s like their like films were especially like their like their action films were very like bipolar yeah. <laughs> the same at the same time because uh, if you watch like uh, Magnificent Butcher with um, Sam Long, uh, it's, it's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> Quotation marks. Yes, <laughs> it is a com- like a comical character because uh, uh, if you follow the story of Long Fei Hong, uh, he's a legend, legendary uh, martial art fighter, and he has this uh, uh, clinic slash. Uh, martial arts school where he trains you know people Magnificent Butcher the Butcher Wing is like a, a popular character he's very comical but uh, throughout the story it gets very very tragic yeah. like like brothers and sisters die and like his loved one dies and all that stuff and it, it looks so sad and then and then I don't know where it'll just cut right back to comedy like oh that didn't happen yes. just, and yeah it's uh and I don't know. I get it might be Asian cinema as well. Like just like um, because I think 
most of like their commercial like uh filming is for like um um generally like uh blue collar like middle class yeah. audiences and then those uh those uh, audiences tend to just want uh it's like kind of going like going to Walmart of just yeah. like I want every, whatever <laughs> yeah. I can throw, it all throw everything in there so it's yeah. like yeah. so they may so it may just be like okay uh like oh if I see a, a movie I want to see I want to laugh I want to cry I want to be in suspense and all this stuff and you kind of just merge yeah. it yeah. yeah I mean I guess that's kind of why I felt mm-hmm. the movie was tonally off because mm-hmm. I was like is this guy making a, like a serious movie or like a yeah, fun yeah. movie yeah. and I guess they can be both I but... think they can I, I love the chaos of that kind of film especially uh, like a really well done cheesy film or just even like a dark comedy that's mm. injected with a lot of fun action scenes yeah. I, I think I know what my problem with it. those mm. things mm. didn't mm. seem to flow into each other yeah, yeah. like any time it was yeah. having like a fun scene mm-hmm. it felt like a completely different movie yeah. and then when it was a serious thing it yeah. seemed like a completely different movie or like a serious part that has like satire in it mm-hmm. like uh, again with all the inept authority figures yeah yeah like to move the story along a little bit more, they eventually escape out of the quarantine, and it's a really funny, well done scene of they get a van to jump in. Yeah, there's and, there's a U.S. Army man. Yeah. who helps tries to help Gung Du. Yeah. fight the monster at one point, and then he gets uh, he loses his arm, and like he has some kind of virus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they start uh, everybody who was in the park that day by the river gets quarantined yeah yeah but when they decided to make the escape the whole family gets together with the grandpa the grandpa <clears> called in like a group of just like black market dudes to come pick him up in a van give him some supplies to find the daughter and i love that scene so much because it shows that whole ineptitude because there's this one security officer that's been bugging the whole time and they're he's there with a group of them check like chasing him down so they all get in the van the brother jumps out like he's gonna talk to him and the security guy stops and then he just runs back into the van to drive <laughs> yeah. off. and I just love that scene so much so yeah I, I, like I love I didn't mean no 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 I, they, they set it up <clears throat> so perfectly cause that guy is such a a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, he's just like, oh, no, your daughter's not alive. You guys are crazy. Yeah, he even tells him he dreamed it when he got the phone call and all yeah. that. And I love that when uh, the security officer catches up with him, the main character, your uh, going dude, just, like, grabs his face and pushes him off. Like, <laughs> we, we all want it so bad. I love the fact that, like, they're, just, they're supposed to be quarantined, right? Yeah. So, like, ex, like you were saying, like, authority figures are completely incompetent. Yeah. Right? Like, if they're supposed to be experts. Like, they're supposed to be military and, you know, like, and, like, like doctors and like yeah. pe- like people prep to keep people like like in quarantine, yeah. they just run to an elevator, yeah. hop into a van, and drive off. There's only yeah. one security guard chasing yeah. them, and it doesn't feel like poor writing either. It really just feels like they're taking a good stab at bureaucracy. Yeah, this whole oh, film. yeah, yeah. Like uh, this doesn't really. I can cut this out of the order because it's not a big reveal. But basically, you find out from one of the. Uh, American scientists that come in that the virus is just made up as a story. Yeah. Well, they, is, they don't. They didn't. They didn't know at first. Yeah, yeah, it was. They, well, the way that he said it, what I thought it was, is that they couldn't find the virus, but they still completely believe there was a virus. Yeah. Yeah. Just why can't we find it? Right. Yeah. But uh, when we're getting this whole big dialogue, it's delivered by the American scientist, but he's also cross-eyed. And I think they, (laughs) I shouldn't say I think so. I know they did that on purpose. So, like, this is important, but this guy just looks so silly when he's telling you. He's he's one of those guys. You're like, you recognize him. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Do you think he's, like, the great-grand... Do you think he's, like, the grandson of the dude from uh, Solo? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) 
Well, I should say, I noticed it wasn't that he's cross-eyed. One of his eyes, I guess, maybe has the muscle loose, because the other one looks straight, the other mm. one looks to the side. He's got a lazy eye. Yeah. yeah. But a real, Very, I mean, a really real lazy eye. Oh, yeah. I think it was supposed to be, like, a dead eye, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I think he's that oh, dude. Yeah. He was, like, the science teacher. He's been in a bunch of films. Uh, the director yeah. specifically reached out for him for that. Yeah, he just wanted, he, he looks kind of like a creep. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a weird face, yeah. and like think, a Stephen Wright face, if like he were left in the oven a little too long. <laughs> that's a good way to describe him. Yeah. I think that's a perfect dovetail into a Mothra Paul's Drag Race, Ooh. Uh, because I really like a lot of the outfit choices for this film. It's mm. not like big on style, but like uh, the one when they make the escape, the sister has her whole track outfit that looks pretty cool for the whole like uh, archery competition. Mm. But I love towards the end of the film. Uh, the main character escapes and he's just in a basically patient gown the whole time but he pulls it off really badass oh yes he does <laughs> yeah it's uh man I want to get to that part but we gotta move the plot along about the the big reveal uh, I, I want to throw some other things out there uh, main character like throughout the entire first half of the movie he's dressed in what look like the most com- comfortable clothes I've ever oh, seen oh yeah he looks like he's ready to nap like, it, it looks like he has deflated hammer pants it looks like a 90s great. stoner that's what he is yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was one of his character traits like he was like Polly Shore of, yeah. of Korea that's what yeah. he was. and plus he had the weird dyed yellow hair but it was like yeah. a poorly done dye yeah. job yeah. so it just makes yeah. him look so comfortable all the yeah. time yeah. Yeah. so they at oh, this oh, point wait wait sorry one last piece of uh, clothing uh, one of the first guys eating wearing a sweet 69 jersey oh, yeah 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 <laughs> you can't look at that detail. Sorry. I'm, I'm, so, I'm yeah. <laughs> so at this point in the movie, they've broken back to the quarantine area by the river. Yeah. And they're holed up, and they like they're looking through all the sewers because they know that Hyun So is in a sewer somewhere. Yeah. But they crash out. They go to the snack shack, <laughs> and they eat and rest and there's a really cool scene where they are all just eating ramen yeah and at first just normal scene but then hyun so shows up and she's clearly not there but it's not like brought to attention that she's not real yeah everybody just starts feeding her Mm -hmm. yeah it's supposed to be that like really good display of like how they feel together as a family Family. so they need to find her i mean i for the first 10 seconds of that scene i thought like oh she escaped and she's hiding there Yeah. yeah Um, but then I got sad. That is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. I really like that scene. I felt yeah. like the symbolism kind of hit you over the head a little too much, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. looked cool, so yeah, I yeah, forgive yeah, it. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And then uh, they go back to searching, and I think it's like the really first good scene that hits you with a lot of tragedy, because up until this point, it's all been pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But basically, all three, the, the main character, his brother, and the dad, uh, along with their sister, find the creature, and they're like, well, let's fucking do this, and they start shooting it. Um, and it does not go well, as you could guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, basically, all three of them have guns, and uh, the one sister is shooting at him with archery, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but the creature overpowers him quickly, and then finally the grandfather's like, well, we need to get out of here. You guys make a run for it. And uh, the main character, I feel like, one of the scenes that make you kind of hate him, but also really get into his character of being a complete idiot, he's like, oh, my, my gun's got one bullet left, so he passes to the dad. So the dad's standing there waiting for the creature and then pulls it, and then it shows the main character counting on his fingers like, oh, no, I miscounted that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then he dies a very horrific death. Yeah. Oh. I think I was with it up until that point. That was the point when I think the silliness kind of mixing in a bit too much with the seriousness. Mm. Yeah, I really like it. Because I... I, I mean, the first time I saw it, I, I welled up a little bit for the granddad, because they make him as a really good, like, patriarchic for the family, yeah. and then he eats it so hard that you really feel for him. In the... I, I, I said, yeah, I, 
I, I, I like that because like it, it's actually kind of like an ongoing theme with the movie. That's what I thought it was like. Yeah. Like uh, it's gonna be like this dramatic event of like, oh, we gotta we got this freaking monster now. Yeah. Let's watch it and click. Yeah. You know? mm. And then it keeps happening over again, like with yeah. the uh, I don't I guess I don't, yeah, it's okay it, to say like, it subverts the girl, but, expectations really yeah. well the whole film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like like uh, you know the girl was like kind of I'm gonna save everyone. I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna yeah. get the cops, and then like that doesn't go well. Yeah, like yeah. everything like. Yeah, I hated that yeah. uh, the grandfather died because he was the only one who felt like a full character. Yeah. yeah. I feel all the other characters are kind of, they're given characteristics, mm-hmm. well, but not really this is where I'd argue. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is where I'd argue I really like it because this is like a really well done growth arc for all the characters because after mm-hmm. the grandfather dies, they all get separated, but it's like all of them kind of coming together and figuring out their shit, which is yeah. really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because basically the main character gets taken off by the officials so that the other two can <coughs> escape. So the sister runs off to hide up in the bridge and then the brother hides, uh, uh, runs off to hide, and they kind of follow each of their stories, starting with the brother. And uh, I really like all of them so much. So basically, they cut to a little bit later. They show you that both the girl's alive, still in the sewer, but then the creatures grabbed a younger homeless kid and dropped her off. So the little girl's trying to protect him. Too. Actually, grabbed the uh, the kids from the very beginning of the film. And oh trying yeah, to steal from the snack stand. Oh, I didn't notice oh, yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's pretty good. No. This is a good director. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the character's name was uh, C or C. Joe oh, and Chekhov's uh, kid. Chekhov's kid. Well, Chekhov's kid. Uh, but the brother basically <laughs> dies trying to save his own younger brother. The younger brother's dropped in the pit, and then the girl starts protecting him, but they're trying to figure out a way out of there. Uh, and they go back to the other uh, main character's brother, who the whole film has basically been like a nameless dude. And they're really playing that up. It's like, nobody cares about you. You're just a college kid no one cares about at all. <laughs> and so he goes back to talking to one of his friends to get information on where the cell phone might have been, because he works for LG. Um, and... It's the first time you start feeling like he's a really competent, good character, and I really like that because uh-huh. as he's trying to find it, his friend takes him up to the LG building and realizes, hey, this is taking a little bit long, and basically cuts to him with all the other office workers like, yeah, we're going to turn him in for the reward money yeah, to yeah. the officials, why wouldn't we? <laughs> so he, he gets the password Why uh, his friend's trying to distract him, puts it in, finds the exact location mm-hmm. in the sewers, and then uh, cuts to a scene of him grabbing uh, an outlet cord and putting a paperclip on it so that all the power goes out and he can sneak out of the building while they're chasing him. <laughs> And it's just a really great chasing in general. Uh, but finally, he, when trying to get away, he falls off a bridge and knocks out, and they cut to the sister character after yeah, that. Yeah. But he, he doesn't knock out immediately. He was able to text the location where he, where the cell phone is yeah. to the sister. And it, it actually, that picks up like really naturally. In yes, yeah, so that's yeah, one yeah. thing is the director's so good at using cuts to different scenes, like where it's a perfect, it feels like almost time execution of like, this is exactly where it is, this is where the next scene picks up, mm-hmm. which is kind of really refreshing to see after seeing... So many films where it feels like a grade schooler is learning how to direct. <laughs> so it, it was refreshing. Um, but yeah, they basically lay down each of the story arcs. The sister doesn't have a long as one, though. I feel like because yeah. she's more of a competent character, they don't spend as much time with her. Like You get a sense with her right away she's in control. But she finally goes to the location where the young girl is. Uh, gets her bow and ready for the monster coming at her and literally just gets hit aside right yeah. away <laughs> and gets knocked out. That's what I mean, like like all those like cliche um, like scenes you'll always see, like 
Oh, the final bone arrow that's going to take him out. Yeah. Fuck that. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Well, I love that, once and again, <laughs> it diverts those expectations, but it builds up to the last scene so yeah. good. Yeah, the, but the thing is, you finally get to see it, though. And yeah. it gets, like, even with the, uh, like, uh, you know, the brother who, with the, the bottles, like, uh, he's throwing Molotov cocktails yeah. at it. Oh, and then, yeah. finally, the, you know, the homeless guy, like, he dumps a whole bunch of gasoline on the Molotov. Oh, we can't get to the homeless guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. One of the best parts of the film. We can't give it away. Sorry, sorry. She gets knocked out. We cut back to the main character who is in military custody. Yeah, we get that exposition from the American scientists about what's really going on. Yep. Yeah. And then they say they've got to drill into his brain, although they just told him, like, there's no virus. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't speak much English, but he's not like, Wait, nope. there's no virus. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no yeah, virus. They, they I'm pretty sure they think there's a virus. It's just yeah, supposed yeah. to be they're so dumb. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, since they haven't found it, yeah. they yeah. think they just I think it's like, yeah. haven't found it. Yeah, I think it's just like, like they're just, like, you know, because like, he was like, kind of making fun of bureaucracy in general, just like, well, we haven't found it, but... We gotta drill. We gotta, yeah, we gotta drill. <laughs> we it's drill, protocol. Drill. Yeah, we know it's, it's there. Yeah. Just like God. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another great... Uh, they have a lot of good Chekhov's gun in this film, because basically, earlier, the grandfather's talking about how he feels bad about his son, the main character, because uh-huh. he left him alone at home and he didn't get the proper protein, uh-huh. so he feels like it made his brain all wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, it's a good throwaway scene, because you don't think about it too much, but then uh-huh. they cut to him... Uh-huh getting the surgery on the brain, and uh-huh. then you realize what they're right, they're talking about this weird protein growth on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So they cut it out, because they think that's where the virus might be, and then you realize it's an allusion to what the father was saying, and then he becomes basically an action hero. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's like very proactive after yeah, all. Yeah. Just like, yeah. And I feel like it's a, a good testament to this film, because in most films that would come off as really, really stupid, mm-hmm. but when that happened, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, this just picked <laughs> up. Oh, no, I, I felt like pumped, because he's, like, he's playing catatonic at first. Yeah, and then yeah. he fucking grabs the blood that was just drawn from yeah. him, holds that nurse hostage, yeah. kicks out of this medical building yes. onto a fucking military barbecue. Yeah, yeah. they're not even paying attention. They're, they're not. Even, not. Just like, they're just like we got a we got a fucking fire in a barrel they're going. going. We, got, we even... got a charcoal grill. I think there was a roasted pig. I'm not even joking. I'm pretty sure there's a roasted. Pig. I, I, I like that scene, but I did think it was kind of dumb. Yeah, uh, you oh, get, you get a drill in the head, and then you're okay. You're yeah. Superman. Yeah, <laughs> and I think this is why also like some people won't enjoy. As much for like yourself for the critiques you have on it is because mm-hmm. this director I'm not saying his name because I keep forgetting how to pronounce it but he plays up he plays up seriousness really but he also plays up stupidity a lot so mm-hmm. it does make it very just crazy and well I mean Bong Zuan is like a very polarizing guy yeah. anyway because like like um, you either who can I compare him to like a um, well we mentioned Mother earlier that's kind of a good yeah example. like yeah like how well. Well, Darren Aronofsky's mother, yeah, doesn't like how, like, you either, if you saw it, you're either liking it, or you're, like, you're either loving it, or you think it's the absolute dumbest thing you ever saw. Because yeah. <laughs> it just depends on it. Or, or like, even, like, the Wachowskis when they did um, Cloud Atlas. Yeah, that's another one. I've not watched one, yeah. it just because I've heard so many different ends of it. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. I just yeah. want to wait for the right moments. Yeah. And I read the book, and I yeah. love the book. So. Which, by the way, the um, actress who played the Archer and... Um, Host, she's in that yeah. Atlas. Yeah. I, I gotta watch that film, yeah. man. I, uh, I, I want to see it, but yeah. I don't really trust the Wachowski siblings yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I love D- David Mitchell's yeah. one of my favorite writers. Just so that's why I'm like, <laughs> just don't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the dark web, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, getting back to it, uh, I feel like we're moving a pretty good clip for the plot of they finally cut back to. Uh, after all this has gone through, the three main characters left. They cut back to uh, the brother now. 
Uh, basically, he's getting together with this homeless man that rescued him after he fell off the bridge. And this homeless character is <laughs> one of the best films in so, all of film history. I, uh, so we didn't get a name off of him, but I... No, credits even said homeless man. I, yeah. Okay, then I want to give him a name. I want to call him Johnny Lightning. Yeah. Johnny Lightning is the lightning we need because he is lightning in a bottle. The brother, <laughs> the brother's kind of a douche, and I like that they highlight it with the homeless character because he like starts grabbing his stuff. He's like, I'll just give you money for it. The homeless character grabs a bottle, breaks it over his head, and says, no, I don't need money. Money. You can't buy everything, but I'll help you. So he's, <laughs> another one of the cliche things, like yeah, here's here's money, and yes. I have all the stuff I need. No, yeah. fuck you. So, <laughs> but like we think, like the homeless character is like gonna be done with him, but he's like, no, I'll help you out with this. So like <laughs> it cuts to them in a cab heading to the bridge, and they're just making Molotov cocktails in the back like crazy. And the cab driver's like, I don't know if I should be doing this. And the college uh, brothers like, Nah, I paid you double, man. Oh, well, I guess money can buy something. Yeah, quadruple. Which, which oh, is, quadruple. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like they just throw money at every freaking situation. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, this is a great critique on capitalism. Yeah. It works. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I did like the homeless guy, but from the moment I saw him, I just thought of Benicio Del Toro's character in The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. I can oh, see yeah. I, yeah. Just, yeah. So you're expecting the traitor. And yeah, well, not really, but just, I don't know why I kept thinking of it, because it's that late in the movie, why are you introducing this character that, yeah, is awesome. But also, he doesn't need to be that awesome. Maybe give that to one of your other characters. Yeah, and plus, it's just an, a, like extra character that doesn't really need to be there. Yeah, just kind of comic relief, I guess. Yeah, but such a good one. Even yeah. if he's just a comic relief, he's uh, definitely one of my favorites I've seen in a movie. It's it's I don't know. It's a I, pleasant surprise in such a weird movie to begin with. I mean, it'd be so nice if this set up for like a, a, a hobo with a shotgun style sequel starring this guy. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, did you guys yes. ever see Bone Tomahawk? No, that shit's intense. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. Um, anyways, coming back to this, so this leads up to the finale of the movie, which is great because they say they're gonna drop what they call Agent Yellow, which is basically a chemical used to kill creatures. Um, they say that it's like not going to be deadly, but basically, you know, it's bad news. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's the big protests they're setting up to stop it from dropping because of basically an environmental group saying, like, no, you can't do it. And all the characters know to meet here because that's where the sister was last spotted. And basically the climax to this, too, is the young daughter was trying to escape, and the creature caught her, but at the very last second she grabbed the younger kid that's with her, and then we don't know what happened with him. But the dad meets up with the creature right when that happens, seeing the daughter's hand hanging out of the mouth, so he chases him, and they all kind of come together at the final point of this giant bridge showdown of the creatures there, all the government officials, <coughs> they're dropping the Agent Yellow, and then it's this perfect like battle of where all the siblings come together and just kick the shit out of the creature. It's <laughs> so great. They all they all have their strengths, and they are all utilized very well. And I think yeah, Aaron was yeah. talking about the scene earlier of, like, they're still fucking up, but it's so beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, the brother, like you're saying, is throwing the cocktail, the Molotov cocktails at the mm-hmm. creature, and he's doing a great job, and then finally gets the last one to throw after the homeless man doused in gasoline and drops it from behind. It's yeah. Just, oh, <laughs> shit. He's like, he's like, no, you're not going to get that cliche. Yeah. <laughs> but then the sister comes in, yeah. and she fucking sticks her arrow on it, yeah. and then she fucking dead center shoots that thing right in the fucking eye. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite, I think, just film scenes for anything we've watched is that the creature is on fire, it's dying, but it's getting ready to make for the water. And you forget about the main character, and he's pissed, so he grabbed a sign earlier, broke it off, and was slashing the creature with it, and right before the creature heads off for the water, he shows up in the last scene, pivots the spike right in his mouth perfectly, and we're just all like, ah, fuck yeah, Yeah, dude! Also, check off sign, because it's like the same kind of sign he used earlier to try to fight the creature, Yeah, Yeah. but this time he fucking knows how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, we sped through it, but basically it gets to the end of the film. The One of the sad things, we talked about this with Asian cinema in general, is they treat kid lives like normal lives, as in everybody can die. Mm-hmm. So the, the daughter basically ends up dead, but she protected the younger kid so that he could make it out alive. So it cuts to the last scene of uh, the main character is uh, adopted the kid, and they're living together basically in the snack shop. And it's just this really nice warm scene of them kind of bonding together as a family. And it just cuts to them turning off the television when they're doing a report about the aftermath of the whole incident. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a really beautiful winter scene, too, which you don't see too often. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's such a perfect ending to the film because I like... It's a good critique on things, but it also feels very realistic in the fact, like, they did so much to try to save the daughter and they couldn't, but she kind of gave her own life up to save another kid. Yeah. So in itself, that's kind of like a really beautiful message. So it ends on a very positive but kind of sad note. Yeah. I, I I like this movie up until the ending. Yeah, I I, like it. I, I, I I can understand why you like it, but I fucking hate the close but no cigar yeah. thing in the movie because literally five minutes quicker and she might have been fine. Yeah. yeah, in a movie that's so fantastical, I like that it's a very realistic message of like you can try really hard and do all the right things, but you might not get it still, but yeah. you get something good out yeah. of it still. Well, it's kind of kind of like uh, No Country for Old Men, how you you expected. Like uh, there's gonna be like a final showdown between um oh yeah uh, yeah I'm forgetting their Before, names but like between like Jungle Man and Cowboy yeah, yeah yeah and and like as soon as it gets to the third act starts nope it's, it's just a nice clip you hear about yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It just oh god that's a great yeah. film man yeah man uh, I kind of watch that now <laughs> uh, anyways uh, I feel like that can bring us to the final judgments uh, I'm just ripping off the flap house now <laughs> no there, so I feel like. The rating system, we need to explain a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. Are you familiar with the Mortal Kombat series? <laughs> the what? The what? The what, what? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you know, remember the boss from the first... Well, he's the second to last boss, Goro. He Goro? has four arms. Oh, yeah. So, uh, basically, we do it as a Goro rating system. So, you can have a mixture of maybe <laughs> like four, four thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, four okay. thumbs up. Maybe, like, three thumbs up, one thumb down. Two thumbs up, two thumbs down. It's an infinite possibility. If you oh, consider geez. four okay. times four infinity. Or right. just say whatever you want. Like, yeah, okay. that happens yeah, pretty yeah, often. So. Okay. Thank you for coming to the chase. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I give this... It's like, I'm so done okay. with Brand's bullshit. I, I, I give this a uh, babality. There you go. Oh, babality. <laughs> <Bay-Bally. laughs> I know it turns him into a baby, but I still want to say hubba hubba. <laughs> now, here's a question. Though. Why would it not be infatal- infantality? Infant- I don't know. If you turn it into a baby... Yeah, I, I, I don't know that, why that wordplay is too clever. Kids wouldn't get that. I mean, Midway had a pretty good sense of humor, Infantali- though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Infantility. Yeah, it, yeah. Fit, it, fits, it better fits better, too. Because yeah. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, maybe stop fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah babeality should be you kill him by turning him sexy. Yeah, exactly. You turn yeah, yeah. him into, like, uh, oh, God, I had a name. Morgan from Dark Soccers. Sure. Um, I, was, I was thinking of a real person. Life. I'm just thinking of Kathy Ireland. That's who I was thinking of. Because okay. I'm thinking it was the 90s. So, like, <laughs> Dark Soccers from the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that was like obviously fan service yeah. stuff. Like Felicia and Morgan. Yeah. And probably another Kim, one. Kim Basinger. Yeah. Basinger. Do, how about I we all just agree? Um, Babality, you get really high waisted denim shorts. Okay, there we go. I like that. Uh, so I'd say for my own rating for this, I would give it three thumbs up, one thumb not doing anything. That's another option. They don't have to always be down either. Okay. Well, actually, here's this. Okay, three thumbs up, and then one of the hands is doing like an okay sign. 
Okay. Because it's a really great film, but there's definitely a lot of slow parts in it. And like Luke was saying, as much as I love it, the chaos can be a little off-putting for others if it's not quite their cup of tea. Yeah. So I think it's a great film, but I can also see its weaknesses a lot in the parts. But still, overall, you should watch it. Yeah. Um, no. I, uh, I want to give this film uh, eight Godzukis. Oh, back to come the back to classics. Old, old rating system. That <laughs> we, I don't we, want we to don't explain. want to explain. That'll be about a good half okay. hour if we yeah. have to. Why Godzuki? Um, uh, has got Dole's son. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But yeah. the cartoon. Well, cartoon. Our, yeah. our our podcast is named that. It's Podzuki. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Okay, but I'm saying so. Like, that's our rating. Okay. There's still to... disagreement about if Godzuki yeah. is the name of the son because I think it's Minya. I okay, yeah. fine. It's just a, it's just what our podcast is named yeah. after. That. Well, the, I know the cartoon. It's like the thing yeah. is Godzilla. Well, I, I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a clone of Godzilla. Yeah. Okay, or like yeah. some kind of like Godzilla monster that like that has okay. engineered because because okay. it, it's like simple and sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I give I give this movie eight out of ten. Just anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It, it's very good. I really enjoyed watching it. But I'm an American, and I want a Hollywood ending <laughs> where everyone is somehow okay, and the grandfather is fucking in a robot now or something. I just, ugh. I liked these characters, and I didn't like bad things happening to them. And I actually would have liked to see, uh, I don't know, I would have liked to see where the like the, the brother and the sister mm-hmm. ended up, because mm-hmm. we, we don't see them after the final showdown. Yeah, and done. it's implied that they're okay, and they're family yeah. photos and whatnot, but... I still would have liked to see him. See, I really yeah, love yeah. the ambiguousness of the film, though. Mm. Uh, it's a, I think a lot of things, they leave a lot of parts unresolved, but that's kind of a lot of charm to it. Uh, well, fuck that. <laughs> hey, look, hey, buddy, that's your opinion. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, seven and a half out of ten. You know, I this this movie is a nice, quiet afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, mm. you got nothing else to do. You just mm. put this on on Netflix or wherever wherever you can find it. And yeah, you don't regret the time you spent watching it. You really enjoyed it. It's a beautiful looking movie. But I don't really have any desire to see it again. See it once and you're done. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess, I don't know, it didn't like really grab me too much. It's not like, I'm not going to bring this up movie up to anybody, I don't think. (laughs) Unless we're talking about related things. Yeah. I, I, I think I'll bring this up to a few people. I, well, they're they're just people who I know specifically would like this movie. I'd rewatch Old Boy. Uh, oh, that's great. Old Boy's great. Not uh, the Josh Brolin one. <laughs> yeah. I wa- the first time I watched the original Old Boy, I watched both those Old Boys in the same day, <laughs> like back to back. So you watched Old Boy and Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and new boy, new boy, yeah, new, new boy. boy. Yeah, was that the name of the film that uh, Lan- or whatever his name is? Uh, fucking the guy who did Daisy and Confused. Um, um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. No, no, not the actor. <laughs> I know. Director. Oh, I'm forgetting. Linklater. Linklater. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was just called Boy, wasn't it? Was it? Boyhood. 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 I, yeah. I knew he's missing something there. That's a terrible movie. Don't waste your time. <laughs> if you ever hit, like, white people being white, definitely one of those. That scene with the mom talking to the one uh, guy that she helped out that used to be, like, a fucking lawn helper. Just, oh, it's hard to watch. <laughs> you want to see white people being white? Just watch Clee. I've never seen it, but I've heard okay things. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that existed. Yeah. Friggin' gimmick. Of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Bad writing. And I like that director too, man. But oh well, you don't win them all, man. Yeah. So that's our Linklater Corner. It's the Linklater Corner, baby. 
uh, one of my favorite news. <laughs> games oh, what's, what's your jingle for that? Uh, I don't know, probably just a big old fart noise. <laughs> uh, and I guess we, we could get into the games, right? Um, sure. I didn't bring the list out because I'm like, we've done this a million times, and sure enough, I forgot the order if we do the pop culture of the time or the games. Uh, let's, let's do pop culture first. So this was May in 2006. We like to do the pop culture of the year, and uh, mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm looking through a Wikipedia for the year and like, Nothing happened. Like, <laughs> don't, you miss, don't you miss that? Don't you miss that where a year could go by and like you know, maybe I, nobody yeah, fucking like exploded a country? Yeah. yeah. The only big news I found that I thought would be notable since we watched the South Korean film, this uh-huh. was the first year that North Korean did nuclear testing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah and that, no one took them seriously. Yeah, because it's yeah. 2006 uh, and we're like, look at these wacky yeah. neighbors. They're never going they're never gonna to achieve that. Uh, this was also the year we finished mapping the human genome, which is kind of just a fun thing to think about. Mm, how we're nice. all going to be cybernetic androids soon. Oh, that's going to be great. I don't care uh, about either of those things. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> uh, okay, so 2006. That was the year Bully came out, one of my favorite Rockstar games. Okay. Oh, Bully's fun. Oh, yeah, great. I remember Bully. And yeah. it's the year uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog reboot came out, which is a terrible game. Yeah, why Sonic 4? Uh, no, oh. Sonic 2006. The, the one that was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. The one where Sonic fucks. Wait, it, I, if it's Sonic 06, how did it come? Oh, it is 06. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking 04 for some reason. Uh, uh, one of the weird details I found is that uh, they'll have this for more modern days, or I should say years, is that they have a year that's uh, like an international year for. This was International Asperger's Year for 2006. Huh. Or as I like to call it, the year of a thousand subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> Where Asperger's lives. Um, I don't know. When did everybody, people start making days and years for stuff? Especially like... What's the point if you don't hear about it? I mean, yeah. people have been trying to make things... People have been trying to celebrate bullshit okay, for I, I remember yeah. when talk for people started talking about talk for a pirate day. Well, talk like a pirate day. And it's like, shut the There's fuck no up. Problem. Get out of my face oh, with listen, that bullshit. You guys, uh, everyone's least favorite aunt. Like, that's their favorite holiday. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, you you all being a bunch of cynical motherfuckers. But, uh, <laughs> I've had this happen at work once where there's a national cupcake day and a national donut day. My boss is like, well, I guess we gotta get donuts or we gotta get cupcakes. I'm like, okay, I'm on board now. I mean, that's the good side of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Donut Day is just a marketing ploy. You go yeah. to Dunkin' Donuts, you get a free donut. Well, National Talk Like a Pirate Day, we got to rape and pillage anything we wanted. <laughs> I, mm, I, anything? Anything. That's, that's <clears throat> just like National Piracy Day, not National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Well, if Day. you really, listen, we're method actors in my workplace. How about, how about we do a Cutthroat Island starring Gina Davis Day? Ooh. Oh. Nice. I, yeah, I'd celebrate that. <laughs> or sexist pig because <laughs> there's that movie because that movie was cut through an island but wasn't there also another one just called Pirates like that's a porno film? yeah that's the a... one that um, uh, Ardman did was that a porno <laughs> no it was an Ardman <laughs> film that uh, guy did like Walsh and Stewart yeah, they didn't make the porno until after Pirates of the Caribbean got good okay. yeah. is there a porno that's just called Pirates yes yeah. with an exclamation point I feel like, like it's I, 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 don't know, I don't know about an exclamation point but I know it's called Pirates it's, it's, it's something like that it's the most of... expensive porn ever oh wow. yeah. yeah I mean it was made like a regular movie kind of yeah. like Deep Throat yeah it's oh. It's it was like a red box movie. Yeah. Like, oh. And I feel like I should circle back. Yes, Wait, I did make red box a or red tube. Well, it'd be on red tube, oh, but red box. Red box. I'm saying like you you could see a movie like that minus the porn oh, on red okay. like from red box. We need to know that apology <laughs> list and probably maybe a vagina joke too. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I want to say I know I made a rape joke earlier, and I feel kind of bad about that. But for some reason, when you joke about pirates, you can get away with it. I think more Vikings, but it's yeah. whatever. Yeah. I will. I. I felt a little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I did too. <laughs> yeah, I don't condone rape. I should say that. I was, I cra- I was cracking up. I was cracking up because I I wasn't saying it. So I was like, <laughs> "Sorry, you." Maybe this will be the first time I actually do edit something out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't condone piracy. No. Oh. 
Well, there you go. I'll, I'll just put that part in now over it. Uh, Space pirates, that's pretty cool. Space pirates are cool. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of piracy I adore. Unless they're from Treasure Planet. I like Treasure Planet. <laughs> or I liked parts of Treasure Planet. I thought it had a really cool design. I've honestly never seen it. Oh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not as... Mm. I know Martin Short was in it, and I think that turned me off. No. I, I, I recommend... in it? Yeah, oh. I, I say give it a look. Like it's a it's a very pretty film, and there are parts of it that aren't great, but the parts that are good are good. Is Titan AE worth watching? No, no, <laughs> no. just a just no a bad movie. Yeah, how old was that movie? Uh, that was like two thousand, I think. Jesus, hey, yeah, well, we, I feel like, I feel like I brought it up because I think it came out around the same time as Treasure Planet. You know, I still see a lot of pornography for Titan AE online, though. Just want to put that out there. Huh. <laughs> yeah, Titan Maybe just the websites see, I'm going to. you see or are you searching for it? Well, it generally doesn't kiss and tell. I'm definitely think, not searching for it, but I should put that out there. I think Battlefield Earth came out in 2000. I love that movie. Oh, uh, fuck. We should watch that. Oh, God, no. I had to read that entire it. book for Cody Meltra's podcast. Uh, oh. I read it before. Well, okay. Story. Uh, long story short, I tried to read it in middle school because I was coming out and I love science fiction. Like, it's got to be good. Couldn't finish the book. I told Cody about this, like, oh, I'm actually doing an episode about the uh, the book, and then I had to actually read the book, and it was so painful. Yeah, and yeah, I've never read a L. Ron Hubbard book. Like, is he a good sci-fi writer? No, he's not. Okay. he's terrible. At so, he, okay, so that's why he made it a religion because he couldn't. Yeah, people yeah. yeah. just latch onto it for some yeah. weird reason. Lots of redundant phrasing, from what I remember. Yes, they call them man animals. Yeah. Yes, and, you know, and he could have called them animals at least. Yeah. yeah. See that would have made a way I think better movie. John Travolta really wanted to make that movie too. Like he, oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. He well, like, well, John Travolta's like I know he's a Scientologist, yeah. but I mean that's not the Bible. That's just, that's well, a no, safe... but that's that's his Bible. Are you kidding but, me? But I I think it's that's it, why that's why Mel Gibson was so big into fucking making Passion of the Christ because he wanted to beat up that Jew. <laughs> yeah. like, and there's only no that was a sci-fi book. We don't know. I'd like to say there's only one Bible we talk about here on this podcast, and that's the secret. Cyclones. <laughs> you can imagine it will happen. I haven't thought about the secret in like six years. I make fun of it all the time. It's just such there, a fucking oh yeah. stupid thing. Their entire planet blows up if there's any radioactivity. Like how is yeah, it's, it's a planet, convenient. not a that, fucking cave. How does that happen? That is so convenient. It is just yeah. like it is like a Deus, or a Deus Ex of a Deus Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. It's like a bad one for a bad one. Yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. But I love that movie so it's, much. It's like a, ma- it's it's like I, a Machina it, Ex Machina. That's what I think. I think it's going to pop up in a few episodes. Hey, they're pretty tall. They're pretty big. Oh, God. Yeah, because they, they wear those fucking ridiculous platform mm-hmm. shoes. They're, they're, they're kind of Very obviously what it is. They, they give them like an extra pinky. Yeah. Like yeah. an opposable yeah. pinky or something. But it's clearly just a little cast. thing that just... Wags, yeah, the wiener hand. I just remember, didn't Forrest Whitaker sell out like his entire race? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said, um, "I'm going to blow up my entire race of people." And we're gonna hang out with just these to hang out some animals. Some I mean, humans. he he didn't have a part of it, but after it happened, mm. he sided with the humans. Yeah, because John Travolta like, is locked in a golden cage. Yeah, I wonder. You if, finally yeah. got your gold. <laughs> I wonder if Jim Jarmusch was watching. And, and like, the, I didn't give this guy a break. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like Josh Volter is like, I like, his guy is not even like crying. Like, holy shit, what did I just do? Why did I know? Why did he was no? He's just like, fuck. <laughs> so this I'm here. Our, uh, this has been our new game too. We love Battlefield Earth. Well, you were learning to spell your name. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna put that all in a jingle for sure. Uh, and I feel like, hey, we're in the stupid game section kind of now. Mm. I'll put the jingle somewhere. Quit playing stupid games. With my heart. 
there, mm-hmm. and uh, I say we start with our most popular game, Licking a 9-Volt Battery. Licking a 9-Volt. Ask your parents for permission. Shit, I gotta grab him. Oh, uh, God, bamble yeah, a I do bit. not see a battery. Yeah. I was about uh, to say, I was gonna say, I was gonna start with like, our new popular game. I feel like I'm in, uh, when it was like horror film, I was like, oh, it's. Oh, like, no, no, no. So we. we here's a nice other game called Death. Like, it was just, <laughs> so let, let me explain this. Um, in, in every Godzilla and Kaiju film mm-hmm. we've seen so far, electricity plays a part in, like, oh, yeah. in either attacking the monster, or destroying mm-hmm. the monster, mm-hmm. or in this movie's case, Letting one of the main characters escape from a building oh, yeah. full of people who want to turn him in for a reward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the rationale. But right. I really think we started doing it because I just wanted to lick. A, there's a battery, and I wanted to lick it. <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what? All right, I got both, two again. Both work, right. I think. So I got one yeah. for Luke and one for Aaron. Right, so right. we uh, we lick him, and then we just talk about how it feels. Okay. Talk about our feelings. Yeah. yeah. We don't So you feel masculine and emotional at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. No, it just Hat-trick. feels weird. <laughs> that sounds like a masculinity it's right tingly. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Mm. <laughs> did you ever the? I don't know if I got to hear why you guys, but did you ever do that as a kid? Uh, my dad made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weirdest punishment yeah. ever. Was, no, he just did, like it was like after I say like a day or two after saying uh, him saying like hey, if someone tells you something you're not comfortable with, just say no, say no. And then a couple days later, he said, "Hey, uh, look this battery." I'm like, no, I don't. Aaron, just lick it. <laughs> Aaron, you gotta check this shit out. <laughs> yeah. it, is, it is like a very, like some an elder shows you how to do it. It's like whistling with a blade of grass. Yeah. Are you, Fuck, I still know how to do that. Are you saying eventually this, like, there will be a future generation that doesn't lick batteries? I mean, I imagine... Yeah, because we're all going to be dead probably uh, 100 years from climate snowflakes. change. Snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, eventually eventually there won't be 9-volt... Yeah. There either won't be Boom. humans or there won't be 9-volt batteries. And so. 9-volt batteries will definitely be a long... Like, yeah, they're going to outlive people. Yeah. Feels weird. Oh, Luke's peppering it right now. Good <laughs> goodness. Mm-hmm. Did You You might have got the weak old one then, I think. No, it's it's not as strong as the last one. Oh. Yeah. Pretty strong. Yeah. Let me try that one. We're getting high off his yeah, battery anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one got me in the lip too. Yeah. But uh the reason I was being a little contentious earlier is I was about to say I think our new popular game and most loved one is what role was Ron Canada? in the world is Ron Canada. Oh yes, yes, what's the world? Okay, so I love explaining this game. Um in Honey I Blew Up the Kid, uh there is this actor who plays like a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Ron Canada, and he is one of the best parts of the movie. Like he's fucking in it. Um, and then we realized he's been in like 200 movies, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. When I was looking at his IMDb, I think it's 92 roles. God. It is an insane amount. And when you see the actor, you're like, oh shit, he's been in everything to this day. Like uh, it, it's a giveaway. I'm not going to do this one, but he was in Ted Two as the judge. So Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? But here's the thing: this character actor, I should say, is always playing like basically either a judge, a doctor, or a security officer in like every film he's been in or every series he's in. I mean, there's a few weird, run, uh, weird like roles he'll have every once in a while, but it's like always some type of like municipal character that he's playing. Uh, so the game we made is we give you one of the series or movies he's in, and then you have to guess which role he was. So in the affair of the 2014 series. <laughs> of- what? A struggling novelist and a young waitress strike up an extramarital relationship that promises to forever change the course of their lives. What role did Ron Canada play in this film? I have no fucking clue. Wait, 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 wait. No... No, he's going to give us the options. Okay. A. A line cook. B. A judge. Or C. A janitor. Jesus, fuck. I, don't... <laughs> I want to go for judge. I want to go for judge. Cook. Okay. Judge. Judge. Line cook. Yeah, judge. Line cook. Yeah. 
guys, we got two winners this time. He's definitely the judge. Yes. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's uh, it's another treasure of Ron Canada's long, illustrious career. Did the fair suck? Yeah, of course it did. Was it, <laughs> was it four seasons and was there 32 episodes? Of course, why not? Do you remember the show at all? No. No, no, no. one does. Amy, is that what we're talking about? No, it's just a show called The Fair. And it literally ran for four seasons. I don't even know what, <coughs> what channel The Fair was. or The Affair? The Affair. Okay. Like, what's more about a country county like, fair? This was three was it, Golden Globes. What, was it like the, the Hallmark or Hallmark? Channel or I'm trying to figure out what channel. Like Showtime. Were those Showtime? Golden Globes yeah, for giving Ron Canada work? Yeah. Well, they're giving Ron Canada work, so that is true. I mean, I don't remember any Showtime shows. How does uh, anything on Showtime even run? For well, four Dexter seasons? was on Showtime. Dexter. That was it. But uh, oh. Nurse Jackie. I never watched Nurse Jackie. Uh, Neither did I. But I knew Soul it was there. Food was on there, but I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Wait, the that movie or the, the TV show based oh, Soul on the Food movie? Was on there for a it while. was based was on the t- movie. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It had Why a was there a TV show based on that movie? They made. They decided, hey, let's make a TV show based on the movie. What are you doing, Showtime? <laughs> yeah, thirty-four oh, episodes yeah. of this uh, the affair show. The affair. Oh man, there's not even like one actor I recognize. I don't even know what's oh queer except for I think Ron Canada. Was queer as folk and L word on there on Showtime? No, those HBO. Oh, HBO. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I think so. I kind of want to go back. Showtime just. Terrible. Yeah, no. Well, they had put it down. That's are they, are they still about. a channel? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, but they canceled it after two seasons. Yeah, but uh, it's still good. Yeah. Uh, should we? I, I feel like we should start wrapping up a little bit since we gotta get all these babies home. Well, oh, no, we, we still got. Uh, oh, the kaiju. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, we've got. I think one of our favorite games. Uh-huh. What's the deal with these kaiju? <laughs> What's the deal with these kaiju's? What's the deal with these kaiju? What's the deal with these kaiju's? Do you get some jingles when you? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Those all all right. Right. I'll be spending a good like two hours on this one. So okay. this is a this is a game where we all uh, discuss something and we decide if it's a kaiju or not. And okay. uh, <laughs> I brought this up to uh, Brandon earlier. Here, let me show you our list. Okay. We've got a running list of things that we have agreed are kaiju's, mm-hmm. things that we have decided are not kaiju's, and then just a list of Jews. <laughs> Hey, so, Schindler's List was a list of Jews. Alright, I'm going to put that on top of the like, Jews. I feel like this, this, this podcast is just like secretly, like, sickly, like, like uh, anti-Semitic. And secretly, it's, it's like, okay, I'm here, I'm Jewish, it's fine. But it's feel, okay, I have a Jewish friend. I feel like you guys are just slipping in, like, you're like, hey, monster, stuff. Alright, Jews. <laughs> Time to get them out. So, I mean, it is Godzilla. Yeah. This is like Yahweh underground alt right. <laughs> That's a good one, Luke. This is an underground alt right station. That's what this is. So here, here are a few examples of things that we have decided are kaiju's: um, Audrey Two, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, and fascism. Yeah. Things Wait. that we've decided are not kaiju's: Galactus, Shrek. Mm-hmm. My ex-wife. <laughs> Don't even get me started. My ex-wife. Oh, God. Borat and Borat's fat friend. Dude, when <laughs> did we get to Borat's fat friend? Same time we did Borat. Oh man! It's like you're adding things. No, no, <laughs> that was in the episode. Uh, and then our list of Jews is Jesus, Jeff Goldblum, Zords, and Aaron Klopfer. Yeah, very Jewy. I feel like I should say when we say fat friend, we're not fat shaming anyone. I think that's just no. a role on the credit. For yeah, the okay, I am deeply. Can I? Can I uh, just, uh, why is Zords? Why did you pick Zords? I don't remember. Oh, because we had Jamie Carbone for Power Rangers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we did call them Jews. Yeah, 
Oh, is it because they have coins? Because no, we okay. didn't that might have been into it. Okay, I feel like that might have been. What, what was the show where they raced uh, like mechanical dinosaurs? Was that Zoids? Uh, the Golden Girls, Dino Rangers? <laughs> no, I, oh, yeah, I've seen Dino right. Riders. Uh, Zoids. I thought it was Zoids. What? Yeah, Zoids. I think they there was one just called Zoids. similar to that. Like, yeah, because yeah. Zoids were like they were all types of different animals. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Dinobots. the one dude had a dinosaur. Was it Dinobots? Right? Zoids had dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the main character had a dinosaur, right? The, the bald yeah. dude? Was it, like, it was a cartoon that yeah, had, like, uh, with, like, animation on top of uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess they didn't race. I guess they fought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Zoids were a thing. <laughs> um, so, for this one, I was talking to Brandon with Brandon about it earlier, because uh, I think I have a really good one for tonight. Um, Goliath from the Bible. Okay, but then I did look up uh, Goliath's like height, uh-huh. and according to the Bible and people like converting that into modern uh-huh. uh, height, uh, he's he's six foot nine. Yeah, yeah. He's, but everyone else was just a midget. Yeah, yeah. but I I'd still consider him a kaiju. Yeah, because um, I mean nowadays the same reason I would consider Shaquille O'Neal a kaiju. Yeah, and nowadays that'd be like seven four or something like that. I feel like yeah, that's real I, big. Um, I would say he's a kaiju because he's the enemy of God, our true path, and uh, he got in the way of our King David. I didn't like that. It was King David, right? Yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. He was David at the time. He wasn't king yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was David. It's, king it's, in my it's, book. It's David versus Goliath. Yeah, I remember because that was the thing. Oh, David boxing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's literally Goliath. What's the uh, what's the uh, stipulation you're you're thinking about when for kaiju? So. Uh, four kaijus. We, we've set up stipulations in the past and then just kind of ignored them as well. Okay. Um, it, 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 it has to suit our fancy. Because before we were like, a kaiju can't be a kaiju if it can legibly like write its own name. Okay. I don't think Goliath could write its own name. I remember him being pretty stupid. Yeah. And it's been eight years since I've read the Bible, but I think I'm right. I mean, <laughs> absolutely not. Goliath is not a kaiju. Mm-hmm. I am 100% against this. More than I have ever been against anything in my entire mm-hmm. life. More than you were against Clifford the Big Red Dog? I was pretty against Clifford well, the Big Red Dog. Well, I'm easily swayed, so I'm going to join Luke on this one. God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'll put... Well, what do you think, Aaron? Um, because I think he's a kaiju. Well, I, 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 I did ca- like I went through Catholic school and <laughs> no, like no, I grew up in the church, so um, I think I'll side with you actually. Oh, I think okay. I think yeah, Goliath would be a kaiju. It's he probably can write his own name, but not legibly and very. Um, You're also thinking about like what? What is this like? Eight million BCE. Yeah. So, so I don't think any like most people oh, didn't yeah. couldn't yeah. write their names. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> people don't yeah. know to not shit in the same place that you eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called a toilet. <laughs> Use it, biblical people. Yeah. And the, you dumb and, the fa- and the fact that he got killed with a, like a rock. He's a big, big yeah, ass a guy. rock and a piece of cloth. Actually, yeah. that's that's a recurring theme of, yeah. uh, of kaiju movies. He got yeah. hit with a rock, just with like rock. Godzilla does in every Godzilla yeah. movie. He got hit with a rock, but that's not what took him down. All right, file under Jew. It was the, it was the, the Lord that took him I'm, down. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to add a new... Because the Lord is our rock. Yeah. I'm going to add a new uh, uh, category, and I'm just going to call it Maybe Jew. Maybe Jew. <laughs> maybe Jew. I like this getting more and more just, I don't know. This is just, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to find Jews. It's really just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... We're making a list, checking it twice. Uh, I'm going to check out who's Jewish. Oh... We're nice. I don't like this. this uh, Jewy, Jewy, you're, Jewy, you're, you're, nice. you're the one who added that. You're the one who, who added thinking that. it. You were I, thinking I it. I was not. 
Um, <laughs> we support the Jewish community in all its endeavors of uh, controlling the media. Jewish <laughs> or genteel. Okay. I should clarify I'm joking. Do you want to do uh, Wasting Away in Godzilla Ritaville? Wasting Away Again in Godzilla Rita. Or should we just go to our... I think um, we should brand the what we were drinking this whole episode, the classic Greyhound, which is just a name for when you put grapefruit juice with gin. Uh, yeah, good. yeah I, I drink your wine. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you're Oh, you yeah, also, Aaron had some white wine. Yeah. Um, some little Pinot Gris. Yeah. Uh, I do want to give this hot tip, though. Uh, if you're ever having Greyhounds, or I should say you have grapefruit and gin, take the rim salt, and that's a salty dog, and it's a very good drink. It's like very mm-hmm. uh, easily made uh, cheap margarita. Yeah, he didn't make them that way, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't got that salt. I'm sorry. That's a very good drink, though. Just no, called I, him out. I, I, it's fine. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Just called him out. He's like, yeah, you yeah. didn't do that. <laughs> and, uh, I think I'm ready to dovetail right into the... I said dovetail like five times this episode, but I'm yeah. ready to dovetail right into that recommendations. I broke out an old 3DS classic, which is, of course, the Shin Megami Tensei Soul Hackers. <laughs> a very, very obscure JRPG that probably only five people enjoy, and I'm one of them. Uh, so Brandon always recommends something, either Persona or Shin Megami Tensei. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. It has never been different. It's a big well to draw from, man. <laughs> I don't know about the first few episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you weren't playing. Was, I mean, there... was, was the one you were playing five? Yeah, I was playing for or Apocalypse, I think, and that's when I started to recommend everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was playing Persona 5, then I went back and played Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, and I fell in love again. Yeah. Mm. But I, mean, I, I mean, I honestly say it's a good recommendation. It is a very fun game if you like that style of JRPG. Yeah. If you Get, like sucking Atlas's dick. Yeah. If you love, <laughs> listen, if you love, if you love sucking Jack Frost's dick, this is where you all go. He will hee-ho you into the night. Yeah. Uh, if you like sucking Jack Frost's dick... <laughs> This is for you. <laughs> if you, if you like that, I'm going to yeah. give that sound clip for all my recommendations. Yes. If you if you yeah. like fucking sucking Atlas's dick, you got to play their worst game. Ugh, they got a lot of bad games. Uh, I this, this is my personal Atlas favorite. A- Atlas tugged. <laughs> no, sorry, I had to say that. Atlas um, tugged. Don't play. Uh, Rated G. Oh, what was it called? I think it's Super Highlight. Don't play that game. Oh yeah, Highlight sucked. Yeah. No. So this is basically a remake of Highlight. For the Sega Saturn, with digitized graphics, and it's the worst fucking game. Really? Did they at least give you a sword mechanic in this one? Because in the NES one, you just run into them and hope you're hitting them with your sword. They do not really give you a sword mechanic. Oh. Jesus. It's, uh, it's, it's behind the back. It's like, you were this schlubby dude. Yeah. And you, no, I don't want to fucking talk about this game. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't fucking play that game. Is that your recommendation? <laughs> no. Uh, my recommendation is to check out a video game that is not out yet. Um... <laughs> But it'll probably be out by the time this goes up. It, it may be actually. It's supposed to be out this year. Um, it's a uh, it's a it's a turn based uh, role playing game. It's it's very heavily influenced by Earthbound. I could tell right away from just seeing uh, screenshots and gameplay and trailers of it uh, from this guy. And it's called Knuckle Sandwich. And uh, it's like humor is on point for this game. I think you you guys have all played like the original Pokemon, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's a part in Celadon City where you're going to uh, Erica's gym, and there's a guy standing out there, and he's looking in the window. He's like, this gym is great. It's full of women. <laughs> the plot of Knuckle Sandwich is you just move to a new city, and you've got to find a job. And you eventually find a job, and you're working at a burger place, and that's where the thing, it's like, 
turn-based combat and food. That's why it's called Knuckle Sandwich. When you're first at the job center, there's a guy just shimmying outside of the building, and he's looking inside, and you talk to him, he's like, this building is great, it's full of jobs! <laughs> it's like, humor in this game is right up my alley. I love it so much. Did anybody talk about how they love wearing shorts because they're comfy and nice? There's gotta be someone down there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I recommend look up, uh, look up Knuckle Sandwich. Uh, do you have uh, anything you want to recommend? You can recommend anything. Oh, yeah. Wait, just anything in general? Just like tugging Book, off anything. movie, show, um, a feeling? I mean, the, the, the season's done now, but it's, it's on Netflix. Um, and a lot of people don't, haven't watched it. Uh, Longmire? I don't know if anybody's... Ooh, I'm not even familiar. Longmire? Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's a, um, west, like a western... Like, it's, it's like a, a detective in slash western. Ooh. Um, uh, you know, Katie Sackhoff, who plays Starbuck, and... Um, and uh, um, Battlestar Galactica, right? Mm-hmm. She's in it. She's a uh, she's one of the deputies in it. Basically, uh, Longmire is uh, set in Wyoming in this place called Bro- uh, Abersoga Abra- County, something like that, where like, you know it's the classic like uh, sheriff in town. He's uh, you know, like he's like he's uh, been running this down for a long time. And he's like solving like murders, but he's it's also um, merging like. Um, uh, Cheyenne, like Native American, like folklore into it as well. Oh. So yeah, it's like uh, I I like it. It's like it's, it's gritty, but at the same time, it's it's kind of like mixes both like a gritty film noir with uh, like a, a, a modern western. Well, I like the yeah. sound of that yeah, a lot. That sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix right now. It's got uh, six seasons. Oh yeah. wow! Damn. Yeah, it's like the fair but good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like really popular with like uh like just because it came out like when like Thirty Rock was uh was around uh, and all that stuff. Yeah. So Thirty uh, Rock did take a lot of thunder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, but like uh, like uh, it did well enough to like you know get six seasons and then they uh they mo- Netflix show. It was originally I think AMC was it oh, AMC okay. or something like uh, that, and then they moved it to Netflix. Okay, yeah. Uh, when AMC yeah. decided to throw more money at The Walking Dead, yeah, like, that show sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people like it, but man, I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I like the I like the comic. Yeah. yeah. By the time it came out, I was just completely over zombies. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. what, well, I think I think everyone's getting to that peak. Like they're like, okay, you you just been throwing zombies. Yeah, Maxwell books, Maxwell yeah. Brooks. Yeah, made his fucking movie or made his books and forget after that after the survival guide I didn't really give a shit that yeah. any more zombie yeah, stuff yeah. that was enough tongue in cheek zombie play mm-hmm. for me yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna recommend oh god I've been a lot watching a lot of DS9 lately mm. rewatching I should say that's mm. Dick Second Nine right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know that classic dick sucking knife. No, you know you don't even really need to change the title to make it a porno. Deep Space Nine. That's true. Yeah, I like that. Like in some deep space. Yeah, her deep space. Some nine inches of deep space. Or his, if that's your orientation. That's that's what I was going for. Wow. It is. It is definitely. I think a lot of people used to have the debate about what the best Star Trek is, but I've watched a few of those episodes. I feel like how it's aged. Deep Space Nine is probably the best out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, the first, first one with the Black Commander. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> old Cisco. Yeah, Cisco's yeah. the best. Cisco, He's yeah. the best captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but it's a lot of people don't feel like it's real Trek because it is different. Mm-hmm. It was made after Gene Roddenberry was dead. Yeah, and they didn't have she the didn't whole really like humans can't yeah. humans can't disagree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Which she walked in 2018, bitch. Okay, but, like I like I've watched the original Star Trek, like and for the time period it was made, it was great. But like, <laughs> thing is, I saw Next Generation before I saw the original yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. So with my eyes, I'm looking like this is some corny shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the charm, and that is the, it is part of the charm. Is but like I think like when they when they start doing like um you know Generation and then uh, Deep Space Nine and uh, yeah. Voyager and all that stuff. Like, I think they really, like, refined it, especially, like, for that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like... I mean, the effects were able to keep up. Yeah. yeah. And plus... But that first yeah. season of The Next Generation yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, no, like, uh, this is a doc- I think it's still enough. It's a documentary about, like, how they were, like, trying to develop it, and they just gotten so much, yeah, like, yeah. fucking chaos and... Like they couldn't like Gene Roddenberry is getting pissed off at everybody and firing it. It's <laughs> like he's like, like hiring them and firing them. And it's a weird yeah. comparison, yeah. but I always think about uh, Parks and Rec, which is one of my favorite comedy mm. shows. The first season is just nothing like the show. Oh is. yeah, and after the second season, like now here we go. Yeah, because uh, I, I think they were trying to. I think they were at first trying to um, uh, be like a type of spinoff of, of um, The Office, right? More or less, I would say yeah. spinoff, but some of it was like just copying. Yeah, yeah and then it became its own yeah. show on the yeah. second season. I, I still like yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it for a long time because I hated that first season so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've seen some of it. It's still okay. They're little, the character's a little too sweet. Yeah, that's what I like. A little too saccharine. Uh, yeah, I guess that's fine. Yeah. I thought it was like that's, a little... That's like, what we do I, I liked how it yeah. was like a kind of um, uh, presentation of just like uh, like dealing with state versus like, you know... <laughs> like independent, like Ron Swanson is like yeah. libertarian, yeah, stuff like that, and then like Leslie, like like no has to like um like yeah. uh, like deal with like uh, uh, government uh, and bureaucracy. Yeah. And all I stuff. love Ron Swanson, yeah. but I feel like he gave a lot of idiots carte blanche to be idiots. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Ron Swanson had his opinions, but he could get shit done. Yeah, yeah. other yeah. people yeah. who maybe think the same way don't necessarily, uh, don't necessarily can way. get shit done. Libertarians were always going to be idiots whether he was there or not. Exactly. <laughs> That's not his fault. Yeah. I also like they have those interview segments, but they're not being followed around by cameras. There's not a documentary mm, crew watching no. them. They're just... These exist in the situation. That, yeah. They made situation. that a part of the last season of The Office, and it made it really weird. But yeah. then the last few seasons, oh boy. Well, from the very beginning, they were being followed by a documentary yeah. crew. Yeah. Oh, it's true. That, that's not yeah, something yeah. they made up. Yeah. Yeah. That was just from the original yeah. British. I kind of like that style, though. Like, I think it could just become a format they do for a lot of the kind of sitcom shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, it has yeah. become a format. Oh, I think yes. it yeah. got to a point where like, yeah. people were like, don't do that anymore because yeah, it's yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. People do it right. What I think, I think, like, it works to a certain extent. I'm like, if the original, like how he did with the original office, where it was really just what two seasons, yeah, and it was like just six episodes, yeah, and like, uh, my thing with like the uh, the American office, which I like, I do like it, but like once, um, uh, once, um, Steve uh, Carell, yeah, Steve Carell leaves, it's like there was no point in yeah. doing it anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I know they kept trying to. I know they kept trying to do it, but it was like there was still fun there. And yeah. I will say, I still love the <coughs> finale of The Office. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, they they got some of the last season magic back into it at least. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think we should get through it pretty quickly. But uh, I'm gonna go with some plugs real quick. Just follow me, Kirkman Brandon. Uh, I I make great tweets all the time. The president follows me. The good one, not the bad one, and <laughs> everybody loves me. <laughs> 
Everybody loves Kirkman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, plug Brandon Kirkman's Twitter. Thank you. Uh, and then I'm also going to go ahead and plug my show, which is the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret. It's every Thursday at the Gallery Cabaret. We have a open mic and a wonderful showcase, and I make free uh, cupcakes every week. Yeah. Yeah. So come on out. Yeah. Let's have a good time. I'm going to anti-plug Brandon's Twitter. Don't <laughs> go to it. That's a perfect plug, then. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's still got a plug left, yeah. baby. Oh, God. Don't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I made a really funny tweet today, which is me holding a candle saying, like, Land, look at this thick-ass juice. <laughs> what? It's pretty yeah. good. Uh, email us stuff. Do that. Oh yeah, yeah def- definitely email us. Oh yeah. shit. We, we so we haven't. Uh, I'm sorry. Before you okay. Okay. Oh, I did pull. Right. We got our first email. Wait, we did? Yeah. So get this. I got this from Gmail a few days ago. Uh, security alert! A new device assigned. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. If, if you are our first real email, we don't know what it'll be, and it'll probably happen before this episode even goes out. But we'll send you a prize of some kind. Yeah. We'll show you a picture of our buttholes. I never agreed to that. <laughs> I think yeah. we all agreed to that. I actually did not like that idea at all. I love that idea. <laughs> so if you like the show, write to us. And if you hate the show, definitely write to us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do any of that lukewarm shit. Not only will God spit you out of his mouth, we'll do the same. If you know, if you're just gonna be like, hey, you're okay, just don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to hear from you. In fact, we hate you personally. Yeah, go make some bad water cooler talk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Please give your plug. Uh, I'm gonna plug um, my show. Uh, I co-produce uh, Comedy Tub. That's on Thursdays as well. Um, that's uh, at uh, Chicago Joe's. Uh, starts at eight o'clock. Uh, Chicago Joe's is located uh, at two two five six. West Irving Park Road. It's a very good show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also very good snacks there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Three, $3 uh, drafts on beer, uh, 50 cent wings. Uh, they got Ooh. free parking. Yes. It's a great show. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think uh, we, we, we were working on trying to think of a good phrase, but I feel like we really cemented it last episode, which is our sign up, which is good night, good fight. <laughs> Or was it good, good fight, fight, good, good night. night. No, I'll get it one of these days. Just like my dick, and then like hang out. <laughs> that's it. It's everybody needs to just go my dick, and then that's it. Oh yeah, let's end it. Let's end it that way. You, you want to do that? Right? Right? Uh, so three, two, one. My, my dick. dick. Good night. Fuck. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Fuck you. Whoa. Fuck you, America. Yeah. And possibly Canada. Whoever's yeah. listening you to this, just throw Croatia. But not fuck you, Ron. Canada. You think you deserve <laughs> saving? <laughs> Luke just threw a pen at your ass. Yeah, yeah take that, America. We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>